Welcome again to Small Talk with Elise. A year before Justin and I got married, we needed to make a trip to New Zealand for Justin to meet my parents for the first time. Being the broke college students we were, Justin improvised a way to get enough money to buy the expensive flight tickets by selling his Bitcoin. While this did work for us, it furthers the stereotype that Bitcoin is just a get-rich-quick scheme. Despite the criticism that Bitcoin has gotten, it doesn't seem to have died yet. Justin and Brendan discussed the viability of Bitcoin and the technology it's based on, blockchain. Will it die or is it here to stay? Article, yeah, yeah. So that was a that was an interesting article. And for those that people that want to look at like Bitcoin news or cryptocurrency news, there's a really good app on the Android. I don't know if it's available on iPhone or not, but it's just called Crypto Market, and they just update it every single day with different cool every single hour, probably. Yeah, every single it's quite a bit. Yeah, I know every single day they have tons of articles, but I think it's every hour, or so they'll have. A lot of things is popping up there but the one that caught my eye and it was just today i think they posted it was just ibm files a blockchain patent for fighting package death by drone so maybe the title puts you to sleep maybe they need to have people that come up with better titles <laughs> right um, but basically i mean it was just so like imagine like there's it's classic you, you know you have a, a package on your doorstep and we've all heard of the stories of them getting stolen right so some guy just kind of roams the neighborhood and he's like looking for Amazon packages, especially the ones that look like oh, they're made the Apple worst. products or something. Don't come Comes to Provo. Swipes your package. Don't come <laughs> pick on college students. Has that ever happened to you, Brandon? Oh, goodness. Your package no, hasn't. But they deliver my package on the wrong door because we have the same address as another apartment. Yeah, there's another one next oh. to you. But the, the, they've never stolen the, Yeah, but there's oh, another one. I'm going to have to bleep that out now. <laughs> You just doxed nope. online <laughs> over the podcast. Just doxed you. Um, I'm going to have to but, make note of, of this uh, for the post-edit now. <laughs> oops, I won't say it again. But there's that YouTube video of – have you ever seen that YouTube video of the was Provo? They went to – they lived in Provo before, but then they – what do they – they set up this thing so it's a fake package. And basically, when someone steals it, it'll spin this really fine glitter into their car, wherever they open the package, <laughs> yeah, and it'll I've spray out this fart, the fart smell. Uh, yeah, so they, that's kind of funny. funny. But anyways, this this article is just about drones stealing your package. So it, another layer. Imagine now some remote, just flying object going through your neighborhood. It sees a package, and then it just picks up your package, and boom, it's gone. It flies away, right? Sounds crazy, but maybe we're almost there. Hmm. And IBM is trying to create this. Well, they have this patent for it, anyways. Is this tracking device, this altimeter that you they put into packages? And as soon as there's kind of like a dramatic change in the altitude or movement of the package, that's indicative of like a drone picking it up. They starts to send a GPS signal and, and tracking 
location into a blockchain so people can keep track of where these packages are being stolen or taken to. So my question is, I thought I under I misunderstood the article because I thought it was saying that that packages would be delivered by drones and if they were being um, mishandled, like someone was redirecting the the flight of the drone to wrong altitude or something, then it would go off. But you're saying that if someone's using drones to prey on packages in a neighborhood and still, and that's when it's going to go off, right? Yeah, I believe so. I, I mean, so then the question is how, how does this compensate drone enabled package theft? Because I was thinking that drones would be delivered this way in the future. How would they, uh, I guess you could route it and uh, I think you know I think you're right though Brandon I think it it would be either way like if because they do deliver Amazon packages by drone in some cities if the drone kind of goes rogue or doesn't deliver the package then I think they would track this the same way Okay Yeah I mean That's either the, the way pan, I guess the pan technology is just is just to track when um in between the delivery part and the actual receiving part. So they're trying to prevent okay, any yeah. type of flying object from taking your package between that period. So whether or not, so I mean, I even well, saw you. Even if you shot down the package, it would notify you because it wouldn't, it would be tracking yeah. the altitude and say, hey, you're suddenly at zero now or whatever. <laughs> there's a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah, because like there's even some YouTube video out there of, some Amazon delivery guy that delivers it. And then what, like five seconds later, he comes back and he just grabs the package and takes it. And he like <laughs> stole some guy's package. But, you know, so maybe the drone don't, drops it off and then someone uses that drone to take it. I don't know. It could be. So it could, but yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it could track after the package has been delivered as well. Yeah, yeah. So it okay. seemed to me like the main purpose was just kind of from delivery to reception, making sure that it doesn't get taken aerially by some flying object <laughs> oh wow that is interesting so make sure you i don't they don't have any drone deliveries in in utah though not that i've seen no no but it's coming anyways that was become that was the interesting very yeah. interesting article so, i i think that's a good lead into the question right is bitcoin dead because what most people i think are afraid of in I guess either using Bitcoin or invest, mostly investing in Bitcoin would be that the thing's a scam, it's a big bubble. Um, we saw the last crash, it was a painful crash. It went up to 20,000 back in December, 2017. And we're recording this in um, the end of November of 2019, two years later. And we're down at, I think mm -hmm. we're around 7,500. 7,780. 7,775. Okay, we're up on the day then. <laughs> we're up at 7,700. 7, but the point is we're down from 20,000 by quite a lot. And, and so people who, yeah. who are looking in from the outside are going to think this is a, a one big bubble scam that people just think the greater fool is going to buy in. So I think I'm of a different opinion. You know, like this article says, you know, there's actually a lot of investment going into this from outsiders. And it might not be Bitcoin specifically, which is a nuance that is important to understand. But um, like for this, you know, there are so many uses being created with blockchain every day. And it's great to just see more and more come out in the news every day like this one, because that can only further strengthen the, 
the underlying power of blockchain, I think. Yeah. And just so people get it straight, the for this the IBM one we just talked about, the blockchain would be that public database, that public ledger that's kind of updating your package. So you know, like you sometimes get a USPS tracking number for your package and you just type it in, you see where it is. Kind of a similar idea with the IBM thing. I would be I, I would think that you'd be able to have a tracking number and you'd see exactly where its location is based on what it's uploading to this blockchain. Yeah, I guess a question on that would be like, why do we need that? Why not just, you know, how FedEx tracking works or UPS tracking works? They're they're doing that on the internet perfectly fine. So why do we need need some new blockchain system? Do you have an answer for that? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um I don't I don't know if I have a, a concrete answer, but you're you're right in that some use cases you really don't need this decentralized because blockchain is in essence is decentralized no one server stores the information and in some cases it's better to have a central server because it's going to be more stable and faster and 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 the company that controls it can change it faster than if they needed to but so then some, what are the advantages of having it decentralized in this the advantage yeah i would think it would it would be more um, dynamic and it can change quicker. That's, I mean, that's kind of the first thing that would come to mind. What, what could be more and, dynamic? Well, the, the, like the structure of the database itself. But of course, on top of that, like you don't have it in one single location. So if you have any failure, then it was not like it's down for days or it's not down for hours. If you have it decentralized, everyone kind of has a copy of that and they're able to tap into the network. So I feel like IBM There's no single failure point. You know, IBM's like big enough and has enough offices that they could probably take care of all that not using blockchain, right? So like mm -hmm. they're smart guys. Why why do you think they chose to use blockchain? Is it just they wanted to try new technology? You know, I'm not really sure. It's a good question. Okay. Well, we'll have to get back on that one. Yeah, I sound pretty anti-Bitcoin at this point, but that's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have to ask those that are much smarter than me. They have I, some of the professors here at the school I'm at. They at actually, the law school? They had, at the law school, they have some talks about when is it appropriate to use decentralized and when is it not. So yeah. I'll have to talk to them more about that. Well, I have a uh, an, another example, I guess, outside of this drone thing, because that's just new news. Um, Something that's been going in development lately is a company called Bakt. It's spelled B-A-K-K-T. Uh -huh. And what happens is I think they're a good sign of the future of Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's growth. And so they're actually teaming up with – so I guess to give you a little background, what, what Bakt is doing is that they were, they were like big news for the last like, – like probably – Back in 2017, they were promising a bunch of stuff with Bitcoin, and mm -hmm. it it didn't it didn't come into fruition until basically like months ago or so, two months ago, I think beginning of at the end of September. And what they're doing is they have an entire futures market for Bitcoin, and okay. they're the first futures market that settles in Bitcoin because before backed like before September of 2019, you could bet on the future price of Bitcoin, but it yeah. would get cashed out in US dollars. So it's like you're mm. playing a betting game with Bitcoin and then getting US dollars. 
Now this is the first approved exchange that facilitates futures options that are settled in actual Bitcoin. So you bet on the price of Bitcoin in like a month versus six months or whatever down the, down the road. And if you win, then you get paid back in Bitcoin. If you lose, you pay out in Bitcoin. So it's, it's a good deal for Bitcoin at least. Um, and what's going on with this Bax company is they're a pretty reliable company. I think they're, they're started by, um, um, oh, what? They were started by- Thomas Lee? I don't know. What company does he? I, is, it, is that his name though? I'm just looking at this right now. It's the Inter, Intercontinental Exchange. That's it. Oh, I see that. Yeah, they okay. were started by Intercontinental Exchange, which is a really reputable company. And what happen, what's happening is they're, they're partnering with Starbucks um, to bring a, an app that is supposed to be coming into development by next year. And what this app does is it lets you pay for products like, like coffee, like retail products, you know, clothing, whatever in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, but for the end user experience, it's supposed to be really easy. Something like, like you, you do everything in US dollars, but the actual payout is in Bitcoin um, behind mm. the scenes. And so what happens is credit card companies get this like point system, right? Um, what they credit card companies benefit from doing credit card transactions because they will give you, um, let's say gas miles or whatever, if you use their thing, mm -hmm. but let's say, let's say a, a retailer like Sears or Ross or whatever, starts taking this Bitcoin app. What happens is because they now no longer have to pay a fee to the credit card companies, they get a control yeah. of their own point system. They could make their very own Ross or Sears point system every time you shop there with the Bitcoin app. And that's huge power hmm. to the retail stores. So I see this as a really big development coming. Yeah, in that's interesting. Expansion of Bitcoin. And it's not just blockchain, right? This is Bitcoin specifically. So this is a big, big one to look out for, you know, in, if you're trying to decide whether Bitcoin is dead or not. I think this is a good sign that it's still living and it's going to get bigger. Wait, so help me understand. So back to how would they help? bring that to retail stores you like they will have so the they will create the app and they're spot they're being sponsored by big companies like starbucks they're getting a lot of money going in yeah and so like they're a company that can handle itself they can advertise they have they can bring reputation to the table like uh -huh. they're if once they make this app there will be retailers using it that's what i, I see. think so would you and i guess that would mean that a lot of these big retailers would cut out MasterCard, Visa, Discover. I don't think they'd cut it out. I think they'd just bring it in as another option, you know, but maybe 20 oh, years. That, yeah, because that, people, you know? yeah, people will still be using their credit cards. Okay. Yeah, for, especially the elderly. They won't know what's going on with this app, you know. But yeah. once, you know, once the boomers all die off, maybe we will just be running off a system closer to point <laughs> payments. And, to, oh, and real quick, a correction for what I said, um, or just kind of an, addition to what I said earlier, blockchain doesn't necessarily have to be decentralized. It can be distributed onto everyone that joins into the network, but it doesn't need to be decentralized, meaning the main central server doesn't, there can be a main central server. So there can very still possibly, be one person controlling. Yeah, because decentralized, blockchain is kind of like, it's a way of encryption to make sure that the data is, is, is it's like impossible to hack if, if you set it up correctly. So it's very possible that IBM is not, they, they still control the rules, like you said, and 
and they have this central server, but it's using this idea of blockchain. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Good correction. I know the, the really avid Bitcoin fans would have gotten on to you on that. <laughs> but, yeah. And I'm no, most I'm people no expert have, at all. I, it's just no something <laughs> I'm interested in. So we're trying to keep this as simple as possible just for, and just for talking sake, just cause it's not fun to use really complex terms if we're not computer scientists. So, yeah. And Justin, do you have any last words on, uh, on what you think to be the status About of Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Is it dead? You know, we've seen this. I mean, if we look at the all time trends, we saw where it was pennies, right? And then it went up to hundred dollars. People said, you know, it's just kind of like a short term thing. And then it jumps up to a thousand and people are a little freaking out. And then it goes up to 20,000 and people are losing their minds and then it goes back down. So, I mean, we see all these fluctuations, trends, I would say, don't hold Bitcoin to think that you're going to get rich and you don't ever have to work another day in your life because that's not going to happen. But I do think that the value is going to continue to go up slowly. It, it could take a while. And that's just the nature of deflation, of it getting cut in half every year, the awards. So it's naturally going to be something that it's become more valuable, valuable because it's restricted. It's scarce. Um, so and you don't I think see any that, possibility of Bitcoin going to zero in 10 years from now? I don't, I don't, absolutely not. And it, a lot of it would just be people's um, inherent subjective love for this really cool first. You There's know, too many of those, of those Max Kaisers out there for Bitcoin to go yeah. to zero. There's people that are obsessed with Look There's at like the cult Dogecoin. Look at Dogecoin. Even after a huge scandal right. with the Reddit like machine box thing that gave out free Dogecoins for posts, like uh, that thing's still like worth point zero 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 one pennies or whatever it like people love it from that it's, point because <laughs> doge what's Do, doge is like a dog isn't it yeah like, it's the shiba i knew yeah it's pretty cute but like yeah people it doesn't go away you know it's something as stupid as dogecoin and people might be mad i said that <laughs> oh like, man dang it doesn't go away and it has, this on youtube anymore <laughs> has subjective value and it, the same way not only does Bitcoin have subjective value, and Peter Schiff would really disagree with me here, is is that it is a digital store value. It's kind of that digital gold, um, and people will try to invest in it for that for that sense and being able to store. And then maybe they'll use Bitcoin. And I've heard this analogy before. Bitcoin is kind of their savings account, and then something else, Bitcoin Cash or ripple or some other type of currency is like their checking account and they could store in bitcoin and then when they need to they pull some of it out and use the other currencies to transfer value to other people and transact yeah uh what are your views on hodling justin which for those who don't know is basically hold on for your dear life just buy bitcoin and and 30 years down the road you're gonna be uh it's you won't even need to convert it back into U.S. dollars because we're just going to be using Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like 30 years. Maybe I, ask me again in 30 years. But I don't know. I think hodling. I don't. I wouldn't say get too like. If you need some money, just sell your Bitcoin and, and get good money out of it right now. Why wait 30 years from now? You probably won't even be <laughs> have any use for that money. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm not like that to that sense where I'm going to try and store thousands of dollars. I actually sold my Bitcoin to go to New Zealand a, a few years ago. And that was very fun. And I'm very glad I did that because I got way more money than I would have if I sold it right now. And I don't, I don't think you should hold it if, 
if you don't see it going anywhere. Really trust your gut sense of if you think it's if you think you're going to get a lot of money out of it in the next few months, then maybe hold it. But don't think that you're going to hold it for two years and become like a a millionaire or something. I think that's a little naive and foolish. So. My gut sense tells me I'm going to be a millionaire soon. Well, great. I hope you are. That would that would be awesome. <laughs> I think didn't HODL that word H O D L HODL was like some guy was drunk and he tried to say hold like H O L D like he was typing in Reddit or something like make sure you hold your Bitcoin. Like Same said, thing. Make sure you HODL yeah. your Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> holding so, and HODLing. Yeah. But holding. I think that's how holding that, versus that holding on for your dear life is is just a matter of degree there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but, I don't really have too much more to say about that. Um, I don't so think it's dead. It's not going anywhere, but it's not going to make you a millionaire. Awesome. And if you guys have questions about Bitcoin, how to how to do stuff with Bitcoin, oh, yeah. feel free to it, comment below. You know, um, or just check out YouTube videos. But we love talking about this stuff, and and I, I hope you all hope we uh, fulfilled your expectations for those of us who were expecting this episode. So.